Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for being here on this crazy planet we call Earth. We're online at notjustaphase.net. As I hope you already know, we're already on Instagram as well, at notjustaphase worldwide. My name's Rob. I'm the founder and main host here, and today I'm excited to be talking about the most exciting new band in Screamo. Las Vegas has taken the Screamo world by storm with their brand new band, Roman Candle. Named after a beautiful Elliott Smith song, they dropped a flawless five-song EP on October 21st and ended up playing their second show ever with Pianos Become the Teeth and Jerome's Dream. Their EP is impressive enough that playing their second show with such legendary names in the game doesn't even really shock me. Uh, Clearly legends in the rising themselves already, If you haven't heard Roman Candle yet, you've been fucking up big time, but we're about to fix that right now, so check this out. Hi, this is Piper from the band Roman Candle, and you're listening to Survivor's Guilt on Not Just a Phase. Was that good? Sweet. Okay, great. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
you've done this before right this isn't your first podcast no it's not right what other podcasts have you been on just for anyone who's listening um i was on the jesse nyberg design podcast uh which was such an honor oh my god and then uh when my last band so that was a thing we were on a local podcast uh called the kruger dissection so this is your first pod about roman candle then yes it is very excited Wow, honored to be the first one. Very cool. Thank you. Um, normally, I say, you know, welcome to the show. Thanks for talking with us. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Better than yesterday you are, eh? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this interview was supposed to be scheduled for yesterday, but um, you had come down with food poisoning, which is not fun. Shout out Gordon Ramsay um, <laughs> and his fabulous grill in Caesar's Palace, I think it is. Yeah, shout out him. <laughs> I'm sure he's thrilled for the publicity. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll let him know. <laughs> so for your listeners who don't know, uh, would you just want to please state your name and what role it is you play in the band? Sure, my name is Piper, and I do vocals for Roman Candle. And do you listen to any podcasts in your free time, aside of being hosted on them? Uh, <laughs> um, I Not really any music podcasts, but I've been enjoying the make art not content podcast lately it's really cool for anyone who is um just i guess doing anything creative really i've actually heard that one mentioned on the show before i still haven't checked it out but i've heard it being mentioned it's great it's short and it's to the point and it's very inspiring like it gets me want to you know get going make some money and make some cool art and just you know take everything by storm really cool podcast right let's let's get into that before we get into the music uh outside of your role in music what other hobbies and passions are are occupying your free time right now um lately it's just been uh my design stuff and music i've been super busy with the two of those that i haven't had much time for anything else um i used to play hockey but i haven't been able to this season because i've been so wrapped up in all, all the art stuff Okay, so not not too much free time then, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, perfect. Um, we'll kick into the graphic design. I wanted to actually talk about that. Big fan. Um, Thank you. You've done tons of flyers and various other work for bands um, with the designs, like a lot of names on that list. Is there is there a certain piece you're particularly proud of or a band that you were most stoked to work with? Yeah, for sure. Um one of my first big freelancing gigs was with Chelsea Wolf, and she is like my favorite musician ever. So working with her has been such an honor. I've been able to do a couple things for her, and it's just been it's it's been amazing. It's so surreal. So Chelsea Wolf would be the one you were most excited to be working with. Yes. Okay. And as someone with multiple avenues of creative output, like. From your graphic design to music how does the creative process differ between the the different avenues like does one ever inspire the other during your creative processes oh that's a good question um music definitely inspires design um when i'm in a rut and i don't really know what to make or if i'm doing album art or merch for a band i'll just listen to that band's like album as i'm making it or i'll just put on something random and kind of let that inspire me for the direction of the design. Um, but I, would, I wouldn't I would say design really inspires music. Music kind of is its own thing. 
and kind of just yeah so the sound makes the art you'd say i think so yeah that makes sense i i I can barely draw a stick figure so oh i can't draw (laughs) i can't draw at all (laughs) (laughs) you just do the design you can't draw or paint or nothing no absolutely not no i'm just gonna photoshop oh god it's usually (laughs) it's usually uh (laughs) It's usually all around that area, right? Graphic designers are usually, you know, decent at drawing or painting or something along those lines. Sometimes, if you're lucky, you're good at you're good at illustrating too. But it's it's rare, from what I've seen at least, to be good at both. Oh, really? Okay. That uh, the question actually came from our, our art director, Sammy. So big shout out to him because uh, that was his suggestion to ask that. Oh, question. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I have no idea. I I can't use Photoshop. I, I can barely draw a stick figure, so I'm not uh, not creative in any of those avenues. By any oh, way. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we usually like to kick off podcast just by asking, like, how you first got into punk rock or any sort of underground music, and how did that musical journey lead you to screamo? For sure. Um, so I grew up with my uncle, who he was he's about 16 years older than me, and he was very emo. So he had really good taste in music. And I think the first like heavy band he ever showed me was Poison the Well. And I was about twelve. Nice. I know. They're they're uh, still one like, of my favorite one of my favorite me bands too. Time. to cut you off. I'm just oh the first two albums no. just flawless. flawless. Oh, I know. Yes, they are they are in my top three for sure. Oh, um yeah. He he showed me that band and I fell in love with it. And growing up with him, he was just showing me, you know, all sorts of music. Um, a lot of early 2000s emo, which kind of led me into finding more like obscure screamo as I got older. And I guess that's how I kind of got into that genre. That is awesome. I was also shown Poison Well at like 10, maybe 11. <laughs> yeah. And that band completely changed my life. So literally anytime they're mentioned, just goosebumps. Oh, same, same. I have them too right now. I, I saw them for the first time at Psycho Fest uh, last summer, and it was so sick. They they are incredible. Very nice, very nice. And you had mentioned earlier that you used to do vocals for So Without, mm-hmm. which was another crazy band that came out of your area. Is there any other Roman Candle members that transferred over to this new band? Um, yeah, so our guitarist, Jonas, he was in So Without very briefly. Towards like the end of So Without, he jumped in on bass. Um, and some of the Roman Candle songs, like some parts of them were intended to be for So Without, but we just kind of reworked it and decided to move on and let that band die. Hmm. Was there a particular reason for that, just out of my own curiosity? like um, Not really. It was There's a lot of people coming in and out of the band, and mm. it was kind of around in like a pretty bad time in my life. So I felt okay. like um, there was there was a point where I was just like, all right, we gotta we gotta let this die. I was the only like remaining original member, and I was just kind of over it. Which was a really cool band uh, and I didn't even know about till I had discovered Roman Candle. Oh, really. Was- yeah oh wow thank you both bands brand new and i was listening like i recognize that vocal i'm pretty sure yeah (laughs) i I didn't see on the band camp if any of the members transferred over but i had assumed a couple did or at least one or two so yeah yeah it's definitely a similar vibe but i think that's just the kind of style i like writing in so Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't if it was all new members or if it was you know if i was even in a whole other city i feel like it would still still sound similar true True. what would you 
what do you think would you would consider like the two records that have helped define the sound of Roman Candle? Oh, I would say um, like completed by Jerome's dream for sure. I remember our drummer like using that album as like inspo for for his drums. And then also I would say A to B life um, for me without you. That was a huge inspiration for me um, when it came to like vocals and lyrics and stuff like that. Um, so where, where are you guys all from exactly? And what's the scene like in your area for like, and Screamo and everything else? We're all from Vegas. Um, and the, the Vegas scene is, it's cool. It's, there's not really a Screamo scene. Um, that's, that's a big part of the reason we are able to get on that Jerome's dream and pianos become the teeth show was because there's only like two Screamo bands in the whole city. <laughs> um, but aside from that, the, the, the hardcore scene, it just in general is, it's cool. It's very tight knit. Um, everyone's mm -hmm. friends, everyone shows up and shows out for nearly every show. And it's, it's something really special in my opinion. Yeah. I knew Vegas had some hardcore and obviously punk around there, but when I come across you guys and I was like, screamo in Las Vegas, I'm like that's a new one. <laughs> actually shout out to the, to Las Vegas. The first time the, not just a phase microphone has been talking about it. So. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out Vegas. Yeah. Does there any like local bands or, or favorite venues around the area you'd like to shout out oh we don't really have any venues unfortunately because of the liquor laws in nevada it's really hard to have any all ages venues oh, wow. um yeah it's it's a pain we only have like two places we play at most of the time and both of those are like veteran halls um but oh. as for bands yeah it's it's rough but that's that's kind of just how vegas is hmm. um but as for bands uh our friends in Dissociate are really good. They just dropped their first EP on the 11th. Um, and the the singer of that band is my cousin. Him and I are super close. So it's really cool to see him move on and, you know, do his thing. Um, Dredge is really good. Crochet is the other screamo band out here that's really good. I was going to ask, um, who's the second one? <laughs> yeah, it's Crochet. It's Crochet. They're, crochet. they're cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Very, like, classic scrams, for sure. Okay. I'll have to check them out. I don't know them, unfortunately, but I will be looking into that. Mm -hmm. Is there a band like any genre that you don't you don't think is getting enough attention right now? You think deserves the spotlight? Yes, dude. Dredge from Vegas. Okay. I mentioned them. They're like my favorite local band, but they are so good. I don't know why they're not signed. I don't know why they're not like playing like whole ass like world tours like they are one of the best <laughs> hardcore bands right now and okay. i don't know why they don't have the recognition like they're they're so sick and actually to rewind you said one of the only reasons you got on the show with jerome's dream and pianos become the teeth and everything was because you're one of the only two screamo bands around yeah i would, I would argue that because of all the work you've done in, in graphic design for a bunch of big name bands and the fact that your EP is so damn flawless that I'm sure that attributed to it a little <laughs> bit more than just the location and <laughs> lack of choices. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I I do think we really got lucky, though. I feel like um, that show was, I want to say the promoters kind of dropped the ball a little bit on that show because I didn't even know it was happening until two days before. And they decided last minute to put a local band on it. So I think we kind of just right place right time like right. <laughs> but but thank you i do appreciate it hey better late than never right exactly yeah it was a cool show <laughs> uh were you guys um 
Well, I'd already asked if you were in previous bands. Is there any any members in Roman Candle in any other side projects right now? Not really. Um, our drummer was in this band called Glee Club that I thought was pretty cool. Cool name. Um, cool name. Right? Yeah, they were they were cool. They're all super young too when they were doing their thing, like all like high school age. So yeah, they're cool. Um, but no no side projects aside from the stuff we used to be in. We're all trying to focus all of our attention on Roman Candle. So when's the when's the full length? Soon, hopefully. Like we're writing? working on a new song. We are actually. I feel like we're always nice. writing, but yeah, nice. um, I, I missed practice last night because I was sick, but the guy sent me um, a little snippet of a song they wrote, and it's it's crazy. I'm really like stoked to put it out there. Very cool. I'm jumping ahead of myself because I was just genuinely asking. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, okay. <laughs> not going in the order of my question by any means. Let's oh, no, talk okay. about the EP that's already out. Um, uh-huh. Who mixed and mastered the EP Discount Fireworks, which is a very clever name. Thank you. Um, our guitarist, Jonas, did actually. He has um, a studio in Boulder City right outside of Vegas that he records out of. So you guys did it all DIY, technically, if your own member did it, right? Yes. Is yeah. I, DIY? If it's a whole like, professional studio? <laughs> yeah, it, it felt DIY, but... I wouldn't say it was like he he records other bands out of the studio. It's like his his little side hustle thing. So it's not super DIY, mm-hmm. but it was. Recordings. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think he's super talented. I think everyone in the world should make the drive to Boulder City and have them record his album. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self-promotion is what this show oh, is yeah. all about. <laughs> no, I will promote him day and night. He did the um, the, the way I met Jonas was through So Without, he his kid was in Glee Club, and So Without was supposed to do a split with Glee Club. And we went to Boulder City to have him record some songs for us, and that's how we met him. Well, very cool, very cool. Mm-hmm. So is there any chance we'll be able to grab physicals of this EP sometime in the future? Uh, I don't know if we're going to do physicals for this one. We're really trying to focus on merch right now, because we've, we've been getting a lot of requests for merch. Um, but I know that for the full length, we will 1000% have physicals. And you guys, um, you guys got any shows coming up for the the near future that are booked or? We do. We have a show this Friday. Um, and then we, yeah, it's just, um, just some local gig. Um, it's someplace in downtown Vegas. I'm not sure what the venue is called. Okay. Okay. But it's, yeah. It's a local show. Right? Just yeah, just like a little local show. Um, and then we're playing Phoenix in December, and Whittier also in December. Um, so we're trying to do like a little three day run in the end of December. Um, we're still kind of in the process of planning it. And then aside from that, we're doing the local toy drive that Vegas does every year. Um, mm. it's just a bunch of local bands and you just donate a toy to get in. And it's just, it's just a really good show. Like energy is always there and it's for a good cause. So stoked about that too. Nice. It's a good cause. Yeah, for sure. So you, you've been in a couple bands, obviously. Do you have, um, a favorite show or tour memory as either Roman Candle or, or so without? Oh, so without, hmm. Um, we played either like or, a, th- yeah, either or. With So Without, we played like a three-song set in the rain um, as part of a show with Modern Color and Feral Body. Mm-hmm. 
that was that was fun to look back on <laughs> it really sucked in the moment but it, looking back on it it's funny <laughs> and then um <laughs> the first roman candle show was really cool it was like a halloween gig so we all dressed up as cowboys to kind of like that. pay yeah. yeah we wanted to pay homage to like old school like like vegas like wild west vibes nice. um and everyone like knew the words to our songs which was like really sweet like oh, i like, literally sure. teared up at the show i know it was insane and That's the turnout magical. was really good and it was it was really special. so without show how does a band how does one play within the rain <sighs> okay in, i mean there's a lot of electronics that go into guitars and microphones so yeah so we were playing at this venue that i hate here in vegas called chiba hut it's like a little sandwich shop and shout out to the hut <laughs> yeah shout out chiba hut um i have quite the story about chiba hut 
Um, <laughs> but we were playing the show in the rain. Uh, there was like this th- kind of like an awning on like this patio we were playing on. So it wasn't like we weren't drenched, but there was like holes in the awning, you know, like it wasn't like an actual roof. So we were able to get away with a couple songs. We just covered our cabs with like blankets and hoodies and stuff. But we only got three songs in before we were like, all right, this is this is too much. That's like a full set anyways, right? Pretty much. I mean, for yeah. a screamo band. It was like five minutes. It's not bad. <laughs> but it's not bad. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. That same show, I got in a fight with a promoter in the parking lot. And turns out her dad was a cop. Nice. And I ended up getting arrested. Oh, my God. Did you win the <laughs> it fight? Was, it wasn't like a... I would say I won, but it wasn't like a, a bad fight. Like, I just punched her, like, twice. Like, no one was, like, bleeding. There wasn't, like... It wasn't terrible. Doesn't sound like much of a fight. It just sounds like you punched her. Oh, yeah. It, well, <laughs> she, she pushed me. I punched her. She nice. tried to hit me back, and she missed, and I hit her again. Um, And then... She started crying and left. <laughs> that was the, that was the fight. Her, her daddy, the cop. Yeah, and then I got pulled over um, like a year and a half after the fact, and I had a warrant out for my arrest for battery, and I had no idea that I had a warrant. So I spent a what? night in jail. Yes, like a year after the fight, I just like randomly got arrested, and I was like, "What is happening?" And the cops are like, "Do you know um, this girl?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I know her." And they were like, oh, well, she has a, like a battery charge against you. And I was like, coward. oh, for two punches, such a coward, two up. punches. And I was 19 at the time. This chick was like 26 and like twice oh my, my size. What do you hit like a fucking tank? What is she crying? About? I think I think she was just I think she was just upset that a 19 year old <laughs> stomped on her. But it's <laughs> a good story. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. So that that happened at Chiba Hut. And then I got 86 from the venue. So, yeah. Even though she she hit me first because cop dad. Right on. A lot of good times there, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. It was was quite the the event. Well, I usually leave this question for near the end, but since we're kind of on the topic, um, what's the most illegal or dangerous thing (laughs) you've ever done in your life? I guess guess it would be that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't think of badass things, and you're free, not punching out anybody else. Or I've gotten in a few fights for sure. I guess I would just say that that's the only fight I've ever like gotten in trouble for. Okay, um, this isn't the first person you've knocked around. Oh no, no. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not so, not trying to act tough. I feel like there's a lot of people who could beat my ass, but I, I feel say, like is it short temper on your end, or it is a short temper. It. <laughs> I was raised by um, a woman with face tattoos who is not afraid of any man. And that kind of carried on Good. in my life. So there have been a lot of times at shows where I feel like my temper is just way too short. But I've I've been okay for the most part. <laughs> um, since you're, we're somewhat near the topic, uh, as as a woman in a, in a pretty male-dominated punk scene, did you find any disadvantages or... A, any different perspective coming into this as you grew up? Definitely. Um, so I started going to shows when I was like 17. I'm 22 now. So like my senior year of high school-ish. Um, and when I started going, there was like hardly any girls at shows. It was like me and my little group of girls. And like, that was it really. Um, 
so I've been able to see over the past five years, like a lot more women getting involved in hardcore and a lot more like female fronted bands, even though I know people don't like that term, but it's true. Like there are more mm-hmm. female fronted bands, which is, Absolutely. which is really cool. And um, so that's been cool, but I have definitely experienced some misogyny in the scene. I feel like there's kind of just like this underlying like vibe of it especially being like the only girl in a band in all of Vegas, like in the Vegas hardcore scene. I mean, I feel like there's, I I can't, I can't really put a finger on it or like give you a specific example, but there's the vibe is there for sure. Just something in the air kind of something in the air. I thought it was just me. And then I, I talked to some of my, my guy friends about it and they were like, no, yeah, some of those dudes are just misogynistic. And I was like, Oh, mm. I didn't know that actually happened because it was my first time like experiencing misogyny in like the real world, like aside from, you know, just shit online. I was going to say, yeah, seriously? <laughs> no, no, just, <laughs> just like, just like, before, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just what? like, it's like in my face like that, you know? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. I'm as a huge fan of, of female fronted bands, again, a term not everybody enjoys, but mm-hmm. huge fan of screamed female vocals. I'm always happy to put, any female fronted band again term nobody likes uh always happy to <laughs> promote and interview that and put that a spotlight on that because I, I just feel the the vocal chords when screamed just sound so much nicer especially for screamo and emotional music yeah it just hits different i agree with that i yeah. i feel the same way about screamo too and i just just female fronted hardcore in general it's just there's like something about like female rage <laughs> that, exactly that, yes. that it's just something special and it's not talked about enough because people don't like saying the term female fronted you know but right it's i don't think there's anything wrong with with acknowledging that it is a little different and it's something something different you know and i'm all here for it is there you got a favorite um frontman in the game Ooh. Mm-hmm. um that's a good question frontman i really <laughs> i or really sorry, like person i should say because i'm asking you who, who your feet oh it's okay <laughs> female vocalist is in the game i should be using the correct terminology my apologies no you're okay i really like i'm gonna say their name wrong i think but nuvo lascura is that Nuvo-Lascura, how you say it i believe i'm Lascura? not sure either, yeah to be honest but yes, yeah it, it looks yes i really love her vocals um Same. she was huge inspo for me when I started doing like vocals in this genre. Um, but as for like general stage presence, I think um, Kat from Scowl, her yes. stage presence is insane. Like it is so fun. Mm-hmm. I like Scowl live a million times more than I like listening to them just oh, because the of her style. Just, just because of her stage presence. It's so fun. I've only seen videos, so I haven't had the pleasure, but uh for a little girl, she's got, well, sorry, for a little woman, she's got she's a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot. Massive and I, presence, massive presence. Yes, it is very inspiring. That's, that's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So speaking of bigger names there, you, you've literally played with two of the biggest names in the game already. So <laughs> who who's next? Who are you guys dying to play with? Uh, who, who do you want to share the stage with coming up? Um, I want to play a show with like Seisha. I'm just gonna shoot for the stars. Fuck yeah, might as well. And say and say them. Like they're they're one of my favorite bands ever. I would love to play with them. Um not not necessarily Screamo, but 
I have some friends in Holy Fawn. I've done some merch for them, and they're really cool people. I would like to play with them eventually, too. Nice. Nice. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Seisha, and they obviously just did a reunion after so many years. All the cool kids are doing it now, so if you could see one band do a reunion show that hasn't already, who would you be picking? Old Grey, for sure. Really? They are one of my favorite bands. I have an Old Grey tattoo. I would, like, die to see them. Really? I didn't see that coming. Yes. I don't know who I, I expected you to say, but yeah, I didn't. No, I, I love that band so much. Hmm. Good answer. Good answer. I also big fan. Big fan. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. So from when you first got into punk scenes until now, what are some of the good and bad changes or any of the changes really that you've experienced within the community? I know we kind of already touched on that, but. Yeah, um, I would say the good experience is just like how easy it is to get involved. All you all you have to do is show up. And most of the time, people are pretty welcoming, you know? As long as you're respectful and you support what's happening, like, you're you're fine. And you kind of just have, like, an instant friend group, which is something I really loved about it. Um, I guess, I guess just kind of, like, the weird misogyny, the weird, like, bro hardcore shit is the only, only bad experience to, to hardcore. But I guess that's just a part of it. It has, I was going to say, on on the topic of what you just brought up there, I mean, it wasn't always quite as welcoming. And the whole bro-core misogynistic bullshit has been completely d dimming out as as, yeah. things have, as I've gotten older and things that I've seen. It obviously used to be a lot worse. I mean, we're obviously not perfect, but it is definitely going on the right path, I would say. Mm -hmm. And we hope I think to so too. down that way. I hope so, too. I don't know, at least, and so the Vegas scene, this is why I think it's a little special, is because almost everyone is welcomed into the scene, given that you're respectful and you keep coming. I don't know how yeah. it is in other places, but I think I think that's something that's cool about our scene specifically. Is there a lot of bro-core out there? <laughs> I love <laughs> um, that term, I love that term. Bro-core? Yeah. Um, not, mm, yeah, there is a lot of bro-core. No it? shade. Bro-core can be fun. Like, I love beatdown. I'm not even going to front nice but <laughs> but there is a lot of it in Vegas. <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough yeah sometimes uh too much of a good thing can be a bad thing yeah for sure um if you could do any guest vocal spots i know that happens a lot more in in hardcore and it definitely happens a lot more in brocore but if you could do <laughs> any guest vocal feature spot for like any band who would you love to do vocals for does it could have be to be realistic or unrealistic Ooh, okay yeah. realistic um i think doing something with fluoride would be cool i don't know if they're still a band but i really love them a they lot are, and they're amazing they've been on the show they're so good yes. i love them that would be really cool i would love to play a show with them too if they're still touring i they gotta come to vegas soon but um unrealistic i would love to just like scream on on a chelsea wolf track just like scream like aimlessly, no words. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be so sick. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but um, I mean, I guess I, it would. I feel like there are some parts. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the Chelsea. Have you listened to uh, Mrs. Piss? No, I haven't. That's her um, side project, which is a little oh, okay. more punk. So maybe something on that would be cool. There, there are some screamy bits in 
in that band. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll check it out. Mrs. Piss? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could have anyone do a guest vocal feature with you guys, again, realistic or unrealistic, who would you want on the track? Oh, um... I don't the dude from from me without you, Aaron Weiss. Cool. I like his his vocal style a lot. It's very like frantic, and I think it would be cool to have him on something unrealistic, but that would be cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just laugh because I'm looking at my questions list, and we already talked about you punching people in the face like the way you're oh, on the show. I know. <laughs> which normally people are thrown off by this question, but since you're you're just going to be right into this one, um. You know, boldly assuming you're not a pacifist at this point, if you could punch, <laughs> if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions, you get one person, one shot as hard as you can. Who are you knocking out and why? Oh my god, this is the one question on this list that I didn't answer beforehand because I have no idea. Like there are so many people, I feel like who soul. deserve to get, yeah, so many people deserve to get punched. Um, it's usually why I ask, to be honest. Yeah, I want to say the bitch who had a warrant out for me for a year. Like, if I could get away with hitting her one more time, (laughs) yeah, but like, if I could actually do some damage, I think that would be cool. (laughs) Just go back for Um, one more. That's awesome. Yeah, or who else do I like have made up beef with? Um, any indie boy in skinny jeans. (laughs) (laughs) like any of them (laughs) just i i want to ask why but i already know just you know why you just you know why they're just little babies (laughs) they just need to be punched like at least once i think everyone should be punched in the face like at least once in their lives it's so humbling it is i've been punched in the face for sure it was humbling I've been I've been smacked around a few times and oh, every yeah. single time I deserved it and I was running my uh, yeah. Same. Same. One hundred percent. Nothing nothing puts your ego in check quite like that. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to that girl and uh indie boys. That's great. Indie boys, yeah. The the specific breed of indie boys though. You know the ones I'm beanie, talking about. Little beanie hat guys. Yeah, beanie hat guys, skinny jeans. <laughs> they really like Tame Impala. And that's like the only band they know. <laughs> Amazing yeah amazing i hope somebody's listening right now with their their beanie and their tame and polish shirt and they're upset by this that's knowing them they'd probably be like yo that's so sick (laughs) (laughs) me it's yeah (laughs) oh no okay well (laughs) do you have any any music you listen to that uh could be considered a guilty pleasure kind of a weird question um, in this day and age because no not a weird question what you consider cringy right but i have a few okay good i yeah, used to fair. talk so much shit on weezer but yeah, weezer weezer's fucks. weezer's so kind of good, good. So weezer's kind of good so are the talking heads i know they get a lot of hate eh. too but i kind of fuck with them uh, but I'll back you on weezer i don't know about talking heads. <laughs> also um i i kind of like like some old country like like johnny cash and Ugh. some like Marty Robbins, like Ugh. people hate on it, but like it's kind of good. And I feel like if you grow up in like in the on the West Coast, <laughs> Vegas, you kind of there's like a there's like a spot in your heart for like old like country, like cowboy shit. 
Yeah, I like some old country. I just, weirdly enough, don't really like Johnny Cash, and that really pisses people off when I say that, but. I mean, that's okay. I'm not, like, wildly passionate about Johnny Cash. I'm not going to be like, oh, you fucking suck. You don't like Johnny Cash. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my guilty pleasure. They're there. I listen to him here and there. No, that's fine. I just feel like yeah. his, voice, his voice is trying to put his face to sleep when he sings. That's, that's really what... funny. I can't even be mad because that's kind of true. Yeah, that's what bums me out. Like, this is fucking yeah. boring. I can't do it. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is great. Good, good tune. All right. <laughs> that's funny. You got any pop music in the closet there? Any K-pop or EDM no or any of that nonsense? Um, I really like... What's that one Ariana Grande album? The purple oh, one? I definitely couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, I love that album so much. Um, I really love Witch House. I don't know if that's considered dorky, but that's like one of my favorite genres. The fuck is Witch House? It's like dark wave like type... like. You know the band Salem? No, it's so old though. Just hearing <laughs> Witch this. House. No, it's it's not a new thing. It's been around Witch since House? like Witch House. Yeah, that's the genre. That's the genre. Okay, like um, Sidewalks and Skeletons. Have you heard of them? Yes, I have. It's kind of like house music if you were to like put a Halloween costume on it. Ooh, sounds terrible. I'll I'll send you some stuff. No, it's pretty good. Please don't. That's... Please don't. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people who like screamo like Witch House. It's a weird connection I've made over the years. Really, the two very obscure genres, and I feel like there's like the same fan base for both of them, even though they're so vastly different. Okay, I- I've just recently found out everyone's into like emo trap or emo rap, which I don't really consider a real thing, and I despise. Oh no, yeah, not a fan. Okay, but Witch House. Witch House, it's good. I, I have many playlists I could send you. I will try it. I make no promises. Um, it's kind of kind of like Dark Wave. I think you dig it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, skepti- <laughs> well, I'm skeptical. That's okay. <laughs> Very skeptical. We're um we're wrapping up this year of 2022. I think you will be the last, if not second last, episode of our year. Do you have nice. you have an album of the year for 2022? I think it would be uh, Trouble the Water from Show Me the Body. Really? I really love that album. Just a no, lot. No screamo pick at all? Just fuck it, Show no, Me the Body? <laughs> I know, no screamo pick. I can't I can't think of a... I don't know. I feel like this year, mm-hmm. before Roman Candle started, I wasn't listening to a ton of screamo. So I think right. that's why. I feel like most of this year, I was listening to a lot of like doomy stuff. Right. And then show me the body. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, moving back to Screamo, do you have like a favorite Screamo split of all time? Of all time? Mm-hmm. I think I think it would be the Combat Wounded Veteran and Orchid split. Oh, beautiful. That one is Excellent. so good. I love Combat Wounded Veteran. Me too. They're absolutely fucking insane. So good. So How good. How do you write anything like that? Just chaos. I don't know. I feel like... No sane person can write music like that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely like, you have not. to be a little fucked in the head. You'd think, right? The artwork <laughs> yeah. and everything else just kind of fits that vibe, too. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Well, on to slightly more prolific questions, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. If you could give the entire world a gift, what would it be and why? And it doesn't have to be a material possession. Oh, man. I want to say something like, 
dorky like compassion or some right. shit like that but i feel that. like a lot of yeah it's not like empathy compassion shit like that i just wish people sense. would be nicer sometimes yeah. but also i think just like if everyone in the world had like a good cup of coffee at one point in their lives <laughs> i think people would be like significantly happier just overall really yeah just okay. just something simple like that <laughs> <laughs> a good cup of well i i can't drink caffeine so guess decaf. i'm out on that one uh, no no it's okay decaf decaf is but not if it's good not if it's good i'm t- i'm talking a like a cup of decaf i dare you i'm i'm talking about like hipster five dollar <laughs> cup of coffee like i want all these grumpy old men to right. have like one sip of that just for free just try it stop hating and i think you'd be a happier person if I could still drink really expensive hipster coffees, I would be a happier person. So I'm going to say that's a good answer. <laughs> Why can't I, I you have those. caffeine? It does awful things to me. I feel like I'm going to have a like heart attack or panic attack and it just spikes oh. my anxiety and then I'm just sweating and dying and it gets me like really messed up. I, I miss it, but I get oh, like, yeah. fucked up from it now. I understand that. Yeah. yeah and decaf. That makes sense. Decaf's not the answer. Yeah. Terrible unfortunately but uh moving back to yourself here not my caffeine issues uh, (laughs) what's the next big goal or accomplishment you guys want to reach as a band like is there is there a big venue you want to play or a festival you've dreamed of any sort of goal or milestone you you want to accomplish as the future or in the future of this band um i would like to play just any festival really any of them I think that would be really cool. And I'd like to play out of the country at some point too. I had someone message me and kind of ask our thoughts on maybe playing France in the future. Just someone I did like merch for a while ago. And that would be insane if like that was able to happen. Um, so I think I think something like that. I don't know. I feel like my goals with this band are very like ambitious. Like I feel like I'm trying to skip like 10 steps. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think that's what it would be. Well, it's a good answer. And I mean, you've already played with, like I said earlier, two of the biggest names in the game. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, right? It's a hell of a start. Yeah, I feel like you got to like, if you're going to set a goal, I feel like you got to go like all the way, like all or nothing. Like you have to set the most like insane goal if you want things to happen. Oh, absolutely. You know, shoot for the stars and see where you land, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, nothing against France, but fuck them. You should come to Canada as soon as i want to come to canada <laughs> dude i want to play new friends fest i saw the lineup was it last year mm-hmm. or whenever it happened before covid i was so close to getting my passport just for that festival this like that year would be that so just passed was insane i'm sure next year is going to really be just incredible it was my first time this year and it was insane tell them to book us i will i will walk to canada and make that happen <laughs> i do i do happen to know them and i'm hoping they're listening but i, I will happily tell them that you guys that would be here. sick yeah yeah you got to come out to canada that would be fantastic i would love to i love the scene out there like there are so many cool bands that that come out from that way and it's it's really cool do you have a favorite uh canadian artist um either like popular or just local or like oh, it doesn't think. have to be within hardcore it can be nickelback or whatever the fuck hmm. i hope it's not but it could be let me think hold on mm, no rush is is ostraca from no i hate sex nice yeah 
I hate sex, yeah. Perfect answer. And I would say them or like terrifying girls high school. Also great answer. Yes, big fan. Nice. Both great bands. So what's what's new for your band coming up this year? What are you guys doing to wrap up 2022? We're just doing that little short run we were talking about. Um, we're trying to find a spot in San Diego or LA to kind of connect the other two shows we have booked. So if anyone listening wants to book us and you live in those cities, hit us up, please. <laughs> but other than that, um, we're just going to keep writing. We really want to get a full length out within the next like six months or so. So that's that's a big focus. And you guys are writing enough that you think a full length is doable within six months? Probably. I mean, we wrote this EP very quick. We had it written nice. and recorded in like a month. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, well, I guess you have yeah. like the studio access. You don't really need to book it and all that shit, right? You can just yeah, exactly. Going. Nice. Because mm-hmm. I was like, six months does not seem realistic. I hate to be a, a jerk, but <laughs> no, it's okay. a lot to write and then record and then put it out. But if you have the access to the studio, you have that that advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is, is a huge advantage. That would be fantastic, and hopefully a, mm-hmm. a nice LP in the future. Yeah, I, I hope so. Fingers crossed we can make it work. Absolutely. Well, this has been a, a blast. I probably ran through this too quickly, but I, I was having quite <laughs> a lot of fun with your crazy stories and being able to chat with <laughs> your, your band. Is there any, you got any, like, last shout-outs or plugs, any causes you want to speak on? Like, anything at all will... Uh, let you take the mic the floor is yours and then we'll play an outro track and say our sayonaras for sure um i want to shout out dustin in black path booking he books all the hardcore shows here in vegas and he's always been supportive of all of my projects and just supportive of me being in the scene in the first place like he was one of the first people to introduce himself to me when i was young and awkward and going to shows so shout out him um as for causes I don't really have a specific one, but I do want to emphasize um, donating to whatever your local like kids charity that you have in your city this holiday season. I think that that stuff is really important and it's yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought there, but yeah, just, just anything, you know, donate the toys, donate the money, don't give your money to Salvation Army or Goodwill or anything like that. Like, give it to some local charity and support the young ones out there. And on that note, I don't normally comment on anyone's uh, causes, but definitely donate to Salvation. Definitely don't donate to Salvation Army. Yeah. They're they're (laughs) fucking homophobes and it's 2022. So exactly. I feel like a lot of people don't know where to go when they want to like help out. So by default, you go to Salvation Army or you go to like, just, you know, big corporations like that. But I just, it's so important to reach out to like the smaller places in your community, the smaller like charity groups, because those are the ones that actually help. Right. Your your local food bank, things like that. Yes. Food bank. And yeah, out here we have one called three feet for Pete. And that's where we donate all the toys for, for like the toy jar that we do. Just little things like that um, go a really long way. Absolutely. In on a small local level for sure. Absolutely. No, it's a great it's a great answer. Yeah, sorry. I kind of <laughs> side note, I my brain just went completely blank when I was talking about that. <laughs> my bad. I was doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> right up until the end, right? <laughs> yeah. <Fuck. laughs> I know. 
Well, like I said, it's a very live show and it's uh, it's been very lively and very fun. So I super appreciate you coming to chat with us. Yeah, I appreciate you reaching out a ton. Absolutely. Hopefully we can do this again in the future. In the meantime, go check out Roman Candle on Bandcamp. You guys are on Instagram at Roman Candle X. And Discount Fireworks is out streaming, what, everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So go yes. check that out if you haven't heard this band yet. You just did now. If you're not a fan yet, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming <laughs> to chat with us. Today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.